This episode contains coarse language. Good afternoon. I'm going to get it right this time. It is afternoon for you and morning for me. Welcome. I can't believe Welcome you- to the to the Christmas edition. <laughs> the, the Christmas edition from I know at least I'm not a Christmas person. Are you a Christmas person? Um, I am not overtly Christmassy and I'm just going to ballpark this like I do and generalize (laughs) it to the whole nation of Australia because it's summer down under and it's not the same vibe. It's not our Christmas. Like, actually, you know what? I knew this, but the fact the way that you just said it totally just brought a whole new awareness to it for me. You're right. It's not that we're not Christmassy people in Australia. It's just that the summer vibe, it's like barbecuing and spending time outdoors yes. and with family. I love a barbecue. Right. Whereas here in the US, it's like the <laughs> I Christmassy have a, decorations are like over the I top. have a story. Let me tell you. So there was one year I was dating a quite affluent older gentleman. Okay. And he was like, what do you want for Christmas? Blah, blah, blah. And because he had money, I was like, <laughs> oh, um, all I want. All I want for Christmas is a barbecue, right? Because I was expecting (laughs) for him to do some sort of like grill situation, get some sausages, get some chops and spark some joy in. Instead, I got like first class tickets to Miami. It was only domestic or whatever, but like. (laughs) Is this the same same story that you told that you referenced before in previous episodes where you then had to fly back from Miami. Yes, (laughs) Yes, it is. Um, Same gentleman, same, same situation. You left on domestic. You left on our economy, not on first class. You returned. No, I did. I came back still in first and surprisingly there were flatbed seats, which I was really surprised at surprised because it was Miami back to Newark on United. And I didn't know that that, that was a thing. So there you go. I was just laying back. I didn't sleep at all because I was traumatized. But that was the prelude. Prelude was I never wanted the fucking tickets. I wanted the barbecue. (laughs) Well, I just find the whole Christmas thing really obnoxious. I'm going to say it in the US. It is like if you're a store or restaurant, fine. Decorate for like, you know, the, the festivities. But I just don't overtly feel like I need to celebrate Christmas unless I have a reason to. Does that make sense? Does that sound so grinchy? Like for me, I'm getting boosted on Christmas Eve because to me, Christmas Day is a day off. It's Mm -hmm. a day off where everybody will be occupied and I get one whole day of complete alone time where nobody's expecting to hear from me. I'm not going to lie. It's a little grinchy. Like for me, it's not a thing. (laughs) But for me, it is a season... You know, it's at the end of the year, so it's a season of kind of reflection. Yeah. Um, And I like to spend it with, like, friends and family. And it doesn't need to be, like, because I've got, like, a lot of Jewish friends and friends who don't Mm. celebrate and atheists and and all that. So it's not really a time. It's, for me, it's more about a reflection of the year and you're spending it, like, an excuse to just party <laughs> right and normally like you know three years ago Roz would have been that person I mm. definitely post-COVID I'm not the partier I used to be and I'm okay with that but I think just for me I'm so excited about having a day when nobody can everyone's preoccupied it's great 
Well, I think this is a good segue into what is happening with the whole COVID situation (laughs) because everyone is doing holiday celebrations and literally everyone in New York, whether you're vaccinated, well, I don't know anyone who's not vaccinated. Mm -hmm. So, but I have a ton of friends who have tested positive for COVID. There's only one friend who has it quite badly. I, you know, am now in the swing of getting a daily test just to make sure, because I'm always getting, you know, the exposure happening. <laughs> so Do that's you have New it, York. Like, on your phone? Do you have it on your phone, the exposure, like, notification? No, God, no. Yeah, I turned that I off. I don't want to know. No. No. I don't want to know that. No, no I just have that. enough people to be like, hey, BT dubs, this is happening. <laughs> and it's just such a, like, uh uh everyday occurrence now that is just like yeah yep, i saw okay, your picture no of the line like everybody as well is like getting in line and maybe people are doing it as well because they are planning on going home for the holidays so yes. they're all getting pre-tested they're trying to make sure they're all good and situated which is i think a really nice and respectful thing to do given that there is now i haven't i'll be honest i haven't had much time to read the news and see what the case situation is in the u.s i've actually got more of an idea of what's happening overseas versus mm-hmm. what's happening in the u.s with the new variant but in San Diego, they've put the mask mandate back in the indoor. Activities. Yeah, that's a whole California thing. But no one's enforcing it. Which is really interesting <laughs> because in New York, and I think that New York is actually taking it a bit more serious than you always over have. on the West side, is that the same thing occurred, mask mandate inside regardless. And even going into your local um, grocery store, I know a friend, he went into Trader Joe's, totally forgot about it, and they gave him a mask to wear. Like, you yeah. you have to um, get it together now and put it on. I went to the grocery store yesterday. Nobody said anything. And I totally forgot to bring it. And I was like, well. It's just one of those things. Try. Like, when we got into, I know that when the vaccines were rolled out, mm. I threw out a ton of masks because I was celebrating. <laughs> it was like burning of the bra to me. I didn't get rid quickly i've still got yeah. them for travel but no. i have really nice ones i have like really nice ones they're by a co- i'm gonna give them a shout out they're by a company called kini bands k-i-n-i like bikini and they're mm. made out of bikini material like swimsuit material so they're moisture wicking so we're back at it we're back at these we're back masks into masks yes situation yes and you're right new york is doing a far better job of well a, a, yeah a better job of enforcing the rules California, even though they've enforced the mask mandate, all the local mm-hmm. governments are like, no, we're not going to do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, you know, so we'll see what happens. I get to work from home. I never see anybody anymore. So look, I'm this good. is my silver lining. I read an article today that said if you are fully vaccinated mm-hmm. and you do happen to get COVID, the antibodies that are produced in your body are 1,000 to 2,000 percent stronger right so i'm thinking this is my silver lining is that this omicron that we love (laughs) it's just gonna fuck shit up right it's just gonna if you're vaccinated it doesn't matter you're gonna get it it's not gonna be severe because we are vaccinated you know and then we will get this super you know, immunity. And then once the new new variants come, we're just like, nah, Soz, we're superhuman now. Fuck we're off. We're superhuman now. We are X-Men. Yes. We are X-Men. This people. is what 
I am thinking. This is what I'm hoping will happen. So maybe this, this is Adam's prediction. How's Adam's that? prediction? Adam's prediction. This is the last variant. Oh, that's yeah. a strong call. Speaking of the Omicron, Omicron variant, the UK actually are lifting their travel restrictions on 11 of the African nations mm-hmm. yeah. because of how rampant Omicron is now in, in Britain. <laughs> so they're like, hey, it's here anyway. We're just going to... And it's a similar approach that Australia is taking. Our East Coast states, which is both New South Wales and Victoria, are doing it. They're also lifting, because last episode I had mentioned that they're doing the 72 hours, but that's now lifted as well. Yeah, as as of December 21st, I think they said it. Yeah, this coming Monday. They're lifting the 72 isolation for vaccinated international travellers. Yes. If you're unvaccinated, you still got a 14-day quarantine plus follow-up testing. And yes, and the quarantine has been substituted by a one day negative test. Test, yeah. Yep. So you do have to still get tested one day after. Um, and if it's anything like the lines that we are seeing, especially in New York City, I don't know about anywhere else, you could be waiting <laughs> quite some time for this fucking. It, there are hundreds of people out there really? right now. Yeah. And wow. it's wild. So, you know, um, this episode is just about the mindfulness of traveling again during the new variant. So if you are going somewhere or you're mm-hmm. coming back and so forth, please take into consideration that it's just not going to be as easy as walking into a clinic, well, getting it instantly. And speaking of this, so I was up most of the night on Wednesday evening because I had clients traveling to Iceland. And they were also delayed. They had experienced different airline this time. They were delayed. And at one point, so they were delayed coming out of the US, which caused them to miss their connection in London over to mm. Iceland, right? And how long was the connection? I'm just They originally had two own. hours in London. Okay. They had plenty of time for something that's just a transfer. No moving of, no, you know, immigration and customs. So anyway... I'm, you know, creating like backup plans and options for them. And I managed to find them two options for a flight, one out of Heathrow, one out of Gatwick, just to, to over to Iceland on a separate airline, just in case they wanted to take that option in case American Airlines and British couldn't get them there sooner on a partner airline because I couldn't find anything that would work. And then I said to them, so once we have these flights, uh, uh, once I suggested these flights, I'm like, okay, now we need to uh, discuss the COVID situation. And the COVID situation being, you haven't registered to enter the UK. Mm. You're now delayed going into the UK to go to Iceland. You should probably submit a temporary, like you should submit a registration to enter the UK mm-hmm. and be prepared to get COVID tested at the airport when you land in case you need that then to exit out of the airport into the public space and then go to Gatwick airport and fly out of a different airport. You know, like things like that you have to think of. It's not a matter of just, okay, my flight's delayed now. I'll just, you know, let the airline work it out for me. British Airways, I could not get a hold of them. The phone wouldn't even ring. It would just, I'd pick it up and the call lines are too heavy right now and it would hang up on me. Mm. And even when I went onto the website to look at their itinerary, the itinerary hadn't even been updated. By all accounts, they were going to make this flight with a two minute now connection in London. Mm -hmm, And I'm mm. like, well, this is not happening. So, you know, being mindful that, okay, now you're stuck somewhere where you weren't planning on going. What are the rules here? And was I prepared for that? Because 
had they had to leave Heathrow, they might have had to have actually registered to enter the UK as a tourist, which was never their intention because they were never going there anyway. Right. Crazy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, and that's the thing, like I know over summer, a lot of people, a lot of clients of mine were just paying the extra to do a nonstop flight just to prevent that. You know, so that's another thing with this whole Omicron situation, Omicron or whatever it's called. (laughs) I like Uh, you called it Omni the other day and I'm like, this makes it sound very bougie and very fancy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Omni. Um, It, you know, it's going to fuck shit up, you know, so maybe taking into consideration. It's going to continue, whether it's Omni or whether it's another variant. No, no more variants. I decreed that it's, it's not going to happen. Whether it's just COVID in general, it's going to continue to be a pain in the ass when you're traveling. So you should be thinking about, okay, maybe. So here's a good example. These same clients who were traveling to Iceland were meant to start their tour the next day. So maybe mm-hmm. instead of arriving the day before, you arrive two days before because yeah. those two extra days will allow you time for errors. Right? So, so thinking I, about that. And direct and flights. It's interesting as well. I've got a friend who um, he had booked his flights and they were going to Israel for mm-hmm. their twins' bar mitzvahs. And they were going to cancel because a whole like family members couldn't get vaccinated, blah, blah. And he was like, all right, I need to cancel. And when he needed to cancel, it was probably like six weeks out. And because things had kind of died down with the whole cancellation yeah. and Delta was phasing out and so forth. Um, I just said to him, like, listen, there's no urgency in canceling these so flights. Hold on to it until things potentially could get worse. Yeah. And then you'll so be in a better position. Because there was cancellation fees. At one stage, it was yep. only going to be held as a credit. Mm-hmm. And I actually booked one direction I used their points and then the other direction I used as cash. Yep. So there were two one-way tickets. As a part of the fair rules, it's country of origin when it's mm-hmm. held as a credit, which the country of origin would have been. It actually was America, so it wasn't too bad. <laughs> but it could have been the opposite direction. It could have been country of origin, Israel. And you would have held it in. really fucked things up, right? But it wasn't. It was America. But anyway, um, I said, wait, let's just wait until last minute. And lo and behold, they did change the flight uh, 24 hours and I said, bingo, full refund. Exactly. Like, wait for the time change. Wait for the cancellation. The involuntary yeah. schedule yes. change that puts you in the position so now. We to get finally a full use refund. it for our advantage. <laughs> finally. That's how you use an involuntary schedule change mm-hmm. to your advantage, listeners. Is if you're not in a hurry to can- if you know you're not going to go, but there's time, wait out the canceling of the flight. Because if the airline submits an involuntary schedule change, you are then entitled to a full ref- cash refund. Yeah. Versus Boom. a credit. Boom. And that, hot yeah, tip. And that, yeah. Hot tip. <laughs> Real life hot tip. <laughs> so, yes. Should we go through other... So, I know my girlfriend in Dublin today had messaged me about it. They're dropping um, any hospitality type things like restaurants and bars. Mm-hmm. That's now a curfew of 8 p.m. Ooh, ouch. 8 p.m. She was saying as well, she was cute. She was like, I would hate to be single right now because how do you go on dates, you know, at 8 o'clock? You can't go on a date. 5.30 right after work. Yeah, I know. 
happy hour is now just the hour. The like, hour. You, you either go now or you don't go Speaking out. Speaking of, do you, do you remember when we were back in Australia? I feel like happy hour was one hour in Australia, right? And then Always. I moved to the US and it's like happy hours, plural. And yeah. I was so surprised. I'm like, oh, it's only really one hour in Australia. It's like five to six. And then it's like done. That's yeah, literally. It. it would be a hot commodity if it was six to seven. Yeah. We did our local where I used to work um, on St. Kilda Road, very popular yep. road in Melbourne. Um, there was a bar just across the road that they would know us. Every Friday was always happy hour drinks in summer. Yep. And they were actually pleasant because we would be like, they're like, all right, happy hour is about to end. How many should we put like under the bar? Like right. literally like how many? And we're like, uh, can we do like an extra three or four? <laughs> And like these dumb idiots, which is so weird. Americans are probably rolling in their grave right now because like these people <laughs> would literally pour the drinks at happy hour and literally put them aside for us. And yeah, I was drinking works. screwdrivers at the time. Oh like, God. Oh, the, the orange, orange juice is probably going off. Fucking hell. No wonder I shit myself. The things we used to do for like, there was this bar um, somewhere in Carlton on Pigden street. And it was a hole in the wall, but they had like two for 20 cocktails, which in Australia is a huge bargain, okay? Two for <laughs> yes, because our cocktails is just one for 20. It was probably buy one, like get one shot. at 20. It's like a shot of alcohol yeah. if you get like a whole cocktail at 20 bucks. So anyway, we would go and we would get wretched on these things. And it was just all juice and sugar, you know, when you think about how many cocktails I drank and it really wasn't even that much alcohol. I think we were just making ourselves sick on pre-mixed yeah. you know what are they called like tumbles of juice it was yeah it was a lot when I went back for Adel's wedding um which it was just like a whole nother world to me we did happy hour espresso martinis mm-hmm. and me and my girlfriends did the same thing we were like all right happy hour is about to end so let's double fist this bitch <laughs> and the manager actually said no we're no not, we're not double fisting you and the bartender, though, he had already gave us a go-ahead to butt, like to double fist. So we were kind of like causing some dramas because we were like, well, this bloke just said that we could and now you're a bitch. Like, get out of our face. Um, yeah, what's We did more? manage to double fist it. But, yeah, that that was a lot of espresso right there because we there probably things- had like <laughs> six of them. There it are things that I've great. said in Australia having lived in the U.S. now that I get the strangest looks for. You know, just just culturally forgetting where I am for a hot second, and it's always related to alcohol and the and the culture related to alcohol. Well, that was the good thing about moving to New York because they're always like, "Oh, New York's such an expensive city," blah blah blah. Where again, because in Australia the drinks are measured and they're mm-hmm. expensive. When I came here, I was like, "No, that, that's <laughs> like on point. That's fine." <laughs> and in the gay bars, it's pretty much like eighty percent alcohol and then a dash, a dash, of, a splash of sprite, yeah, <laughs> a splash of soda water, mm-hmm. yeah, yep, yeah. And this is why I no longer drink. Yeah, I have I have the wine advent calendar from Costco and I just open it every day because it's fun to open something and put it on the wine rack. Are they they're full bottles? They're not, they're half bottles, but okay. it's actually really cool because I had some girlfriends over and we taste tested like six of them together. So between mm-hmm. the four of us, there was three bottles of wine and we got to try six different types of wine. So it's actually were they good? Cool. They were very good. 
Yes. There you go. Oh, very good. So I would 100% recommend. One more COVID up. Well, that's not really a COVID. I guess it's a COVID update. So France banned UK visitors because of UK policies now. And I just think that's really shitty because what well, it's not, sh- it's shitty, but more because that's a second ski season that they're not getting all these I think people the that Alps, travel. The Alps can do just fine. Well, that's the Swiss Alps. What, what are you, what's in France? Mount Blanc. Which is the pen or like the fancy goods, the bougie. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's bougie. <laughs> I mean, I just think, you know, this is a whole ski season and this is already they say no, no UK. I mean, the French travelers. are on a world path right now because the Australian, they, they hated the Australians recently because of the whole agreement with the submarines or something. Yes. So what, what was that? <laughs> what was that issue? We, we went over this and I thought it was super yeah. funny. Yeah. So the US and Australia signed agreements on manufacturing for submarines instead of the previous agreement, which was between Australia and France. France got their knickers in a knot about it because they caught wind of it very late. They only got you know informed as needed. And have pretty much stormed off and like boycotted Australia. <laughs> yeah, so the French are like just diplomats and everything everyone. away. <laughs> yeah, the French are just nixing everyone, cancel culture, France with everyone. There we go. So I'm not surprised with that, but another like anybody lesson. affiliated with the UK, anybody who's a Commonwealth country, you're part of the warpath. Yeah, France at the moment. <laughs> So the lesson to all these modifications is that, like, again, it's happening in California, in New York, in other mm-hmm. countries, is just double check everything, all the requirements that is and continue, to enter. And continue to check. And continue to check. And again, I remember episode two or one, or like, like last said, season, it was always. Manage your expectations. Yes. Yeah. Because it's not going to be the same Christmas as what you were expecting. And I think a few episodes ago, I was remind I was reminding you of your waltzing in the markets in Vienna. You're not going to be waltzing in Vienna. Yeah. So if you did book in hopes for that I to land be... yourself a man, now no men. No men. No waltzing in Vienna for us. <laughs> no, Still no. no. Potentially next year. We'll see about next year. Yeah, every um, year we're just going to say next year, next year, next, next year. year. Next year. So in other episodes, actually, since we're going back on things we've said in other episodes, the one we did with the uh, beauty is in, is in the eye of the beer holder, the one on Oktoberfest. Yes. So we had talked about, is it gay friendly? So I looked it up and the first weekend at Oktoberfest, there is a, sp- a particular tent that is second only to gay pride in Germany. So mm-hmm. it is a huge festival. So the first weekend, it's the Barstol tent. I want to say it's B-A-U-R-I-S-T-O-L. And I swear this is like, you know, when people are like, oh my God, Alexa's listening and Google's listening, blah, blah, blah. Funnily enough, after that episode, uh-huh. um, there was a push <laughs> notification to someone's Instagram. They're a very attractive guy who's gay, um, but he was at Oktoberfest. And he was sporting quite a good look. Maybe I'll have a look now just so that I can drool. You refresh a your bit. memory. Refresh it. But I was thinking to myself, like, yes, I should steal his look. Fun. This is the look that he did, right? And I'm going to forward it through to your Instagram. He did like a flannelette shirt kind of thing, but like yes. cut off the sleeve. So it was uh-huh. sleeveless. 
um, with a little bit of a bandana wrapped around the neck. So let me forward it. And a button down. And is he wearing Lederhausen? He's wearing like the uh, suspenders. I mean, looks like I'll just steal his look. This so, is okay. So that shirt that you're referencing is the traditional shirt of Bavaria for Oktoberfest. Oh, there you go. So, so then I can rock that look. Yes. With the sleeves ripped off. So what you're saying is you're not coming to Croatia with me, but you are going to go to the opening weekend of Oktoberfest with me. Um. That's a no, listeners. I, I'm like, no, I was looking, I was thinking of the, the different months because the months were. It'll be like in, September 17th. It'll be around. Yeah, then. and then one's in early November. No. End of October. Oktoberfest is like a three-week festival starting mid-September. What I'm going to Google the dates for next year. It's like September 17th. I'm telling you. If I, September, I, okay. Okay. I love Oktoberfest. So for me, the idea of it now being a pride thing too is just so much better. It just got so much better. How do you improve Oktoberfest? Add pride to it. Add way better. Uh, And also, I have another story. So do you remember in the last episode, drama, drama, drama with with, uh, Alaskan Airlines and Iceland Air on my way to Iceland. So I hadn't gotten a response after I submitted a complaint to Alaskan. No response. And so my friend Michelle was getting a lot of responses if she was using social media and I'm like, yep. you know what? I'm going to give them the seven days. Yeah. I'm going to give them the seven days to respond to me because when you send a support email, it comes back and says, it'll take five to seven business days to get a response. I'm like, okay, yep. I'll wait. I'm not going to be a pain in the ass just yet. I'm going to follow the rules. I waited, no response. I went onto my <laughs> Instagram. I wrote it. Just, I just simply said, Hey, Alaska, I'm still waiting to hear from you. It's been more than seven business days. Instant within five minutes. Response yep. from Alaskan Airlines. They helped me out. And then I said to them, I go, you know that I did submit through the online web portal as well. And they go, yeah, we know, but we always take care of in social media requests first. Of course. And I just said to them, and I'm like, I understand why you do that from a business perspective, because it's out there in the world and people can see it. And it's got a lot more potential to be bad, bad for business. But you're also enabling bad behavior by prioritizing shitty behavior you're actually enabling it at the same time and it just made me so angry because i had to go that route to get a response right i had to go the complaining route to get any action on this all right so i used to work for an online company for six years Uh uh-huh and a part of our weekend duty so our marketing team used to handle and this was this is probably like now I mean, it's, it's at least eight years ago, right? So mm-hmm. things have changed. But back then, our marketing team used to handle any criticism that mm-hmm. was on Facebook, right? That's all that we had to check was Facebook. And on Bad the weekends enough. when we had to work, we then had to check it because we were like the support staff that, that had to overlook it. And yes, it was a priority, we had to, we had a SLA to answer any Facebook things mm-hmm. within like an hour. Um, and things are different now. So like, look, when you're traveling and you're traveling with, generally you're traveling with different airlines and different, and most of the case, it is a rarity that you need to complain, right? right? So let's give a benefit of the doubt that you, you should only need to be doing that once a year. 
You I know, don't think so. people are the people who are complaining on social media, though. I don't think that many of them actually need to complain. I think they're trying to seek compensation for something that they've already been helped with, but want more. Well, that's just like the scope that we're in right now. But also these people who just want compensation for the sake of compensation, they're the types of people that if they don't get a response within an hour, they just, again, keep going and yeah. keep going right. and keep escalating. I was just very like taken aback. I was like, I tried to do the right thing. I tried. I actually waited your seven business days and you didn't get back to me. And this is what I had to resort to. I go, you took my integrity down a notch, Alaskan Airlines, because I tried to do the right thing. And it yep. made me feel dirty that I had to go onto Instagram and complain. And now that I know that it works, I do it all the fucking time because it helps me help my clients. I've done it before with United when I was on hold for three hours for their phone. Did it work? Um, and it, it was like, so the, the contact center, I know personally as well, because for this online company that I used to work with, I went to the Philippines to train the contact staff. Uh-huh. And then on the other side of our contact center in the same building was the United. Oh. Right? The United <laughs> offshores their contact center to the Philippines. So who actually employs and pays the bills for the United contact centers um, staff is a company called IGT Global. Oh, yeah, I've heard of them. So then I would say to them, listen, I actually know people at your company who pays your bills. I will fuck you up if you do not sort this out. So it was like a little bit different, but um, they did reach back out to me on the Instagram, but they were, again, hopeless. So right. I really did need to speak to someone. So I just continued with the like calling and so forth. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm glad that you were able to resolve it through Instagram because I wasn't. They, they Alaskan were great. I'm not going to lie. Idiots. Once Alaskan got to me, that was super helpful. Yeah, they were very receptive. It's really interesting because normally they just throw you points. It's always points. I'm always a big advocate. Like if you're, if you're, and especially in flight, right? In flight, they don't have the amount of points that you can do through the contact center. But even if your seat's not reclining, your entertainment's not working, mm-hmm. your headset, whatever, you should always just be polite and just say, hey, just a heads up, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Are there any points that you can um, deposit into my account? They'll at least do 5,000 at least. Which is and- great. That's still like something. But then it's also itemized onto your actual account so then when you do go through to the contact center you can say listen I did speak to a, a stewardess or a hostess mm. or whoever it ha- it was recognized which is why they've been deposited unfortunately 5,000 is not going to cut it right so you've got you some do? proof in the pudding there and then you can go back and ask for more I mean I was very happy with the 75 because really Alaskan weren't the issue that day the overarching problem was Iceland Airlines. One time I um I didn't have entertainment for a New York to LA flight mm-hmm. and they compensated both me and my partner. It was something insane, like 180,000 points. Wow. Yeah, Holy it was crap. something insane. But it That's was obvious. Insane. It was obviously like someone did an entry, like they fucked up, up and put too much zero. zeros. Yeah. Too much because the same thing happened on the return. And you only got how much? <laughs> and I exactly, it was missing a zero. 
And then I was like debating it. I even went to our rep, right? Oh, you're like, I'm going to try. Like, <laughs> uh, whatever. Um, the rep was just like, no, like this was just a original mistake, but I want to like pacify you. So I'll give you a credit. So I still got something. It was a $200 credit. So a lot of miles for an entertainment blunder. That's, yeah, uh, well, that's that was a, that was just the entry. Whoever the consultant was who <laughs> that extra they're probably fired now. <laughs> yeah, they're probably fired now. Poor I'm guy. I'm surprised you chased it because I would have been afraid they would revoke it. They no, they couldn't it. revoke it. No, because like it wasn't just me. It was my partner as well. So, you know, it was like you can't just. So yeah, yep. it happens. You never know what sort of compensation. So give it a go. Give it a go. Take, give it, it a go. go. See what happens. You've got, you've got nothing to lose, so much to gain. That's it. That's exactly it. And the holidays are coming, so extra cash <clears throat> is great. Yes. And on that note, happy holidays. Yes, we say happy holidays now. We say happy holidays. I like, there was one year that I actually sent out this Christmas card and it was like, Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, like something Kwanzaa. And then at the end I put, and may there be Festivus for the rest of us. Yes, I love that. <laughs> I do. I love that. It was a really good one. I'm like, and may there be Festivus for the rest of us. I do love that. I'm, I don't watch Seinfeld, but I know the reference. And I love the reference of like the pole with the little ball on it. And it's like, and this is what we celebrate. Cause that's my kind of holiday. So you need to summon that as opposed Festivus? to your Grinch vibes. I don't really think it's Grinch vibes. <laughs> as you stare at my house with all the like decorations around. Oh uh, girl, I know the backstory to that. This is all the work of my roommate. She's the Christmas person. So yeah. All right. Well, that's it, my love. That's Good. a wrap. I know that you're traveling soon. You're going to a snowy type area. So Salt Lake I, City. We're so going to embrace wish... the airport again over the holidays. <laughs> Are you back before Christmas? Yeah, yeah. I'm back on the 23rd. I'm just going for three days. Um, and then I'm back here. And then hopefully planning a singles trip in January with my friends. We're doing a not a single people's trip, a no couples trip. Does that make sense? So, like, if you have a boyfriend or a girlfriend or a partner, you're not allowed to bring them. It's like only, you can only go on your own. No partners mm-hmm. are yeah. allowed. We're doing a Vegas trip. So, if you want to come, that'll when, be great. When is this? I was we're actually thinking, thinking today about it. We're thinking, it. like, March. March. I might have an event in March because I the event that was meant to be in January got fucking pushed Yes, you told me. It got pushed to maybe March or mid-April. So, so events in-person events are being pushed. So some in-person events are being pushed. Others are rolling with it because as you said earlier, some are not taking it seriously, but other mm-hmm. companies are. It's different when it's a corporate event, right? Because there's liability issues. Right, right. So yeah, it'll be a watch this space. Interesting. I'll okay. let you know. I'll let you know about the singles trip. The uh, no partners policy. <laughs> What's the weather like in Vegas? Now this episode is going way too long. We're boring. <laughs> this is just like a chit chat now. <laughs> It's going to be warming up by March, but not significantly warm enough to use the pools. Yeah, because like I would love to do a pool party because I mm. miss this year's pool party. We talked about I'm that too. We talked about a Vegas pool or, party. Or pool party. So let, let's just side park that. You're uh, traveling what's the word? A lot. No, no. Um, que sera, sera. Yeah, whatever it is. <laughs> <laughs> what's that? Um, what's that? <laughs> Cape one or 
Carpe. What is that? Carpe diem. Carpe yeah, diem. Yeah, 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 that one. Okay. Um, <laughs> well, okay. Then, it's right. on. The, it's on the board. It's there in case you want to go. But definitely, uh, anybody who's traveling over the holidays, get to the airport early. Don't be that person who misses their flight because they think they're going to be able to get through all the checks quickly. It's going to be mayhem. Maybe I'll post something after I go to the airport on the twenty second to tell everyone what it's like and just be early. I know it sucks sitting at the airport, but that's what alcohol is for. So. And I'm going to piggyback off that. And I'm going to say through my experience this week, um, do get tested, please be safe and do expect long lines for testing. But it mm. is very important because we are seeing our loved ones. Um, even if it's not your own loved ones, your it's friends gonna, have gonna loved transmit. ones. That's it. Yes. So like, we don't want it to spread like wildfire. So please be conscious of it. And if you're seeing family, then like, please get tested and take the extra time to like, go ahead and um, do that. So that's, yeah. Yeah, my, that's my it's advice. An easy thing you can do to reduce a lot of pain for everybody else. That's it. That's it. All right, Roz, we're out. For Happy holidays. Happy Festivus for the rest of us. Are and... we doing a, we should do a recording before the end of the year. Yes. Oh, Jesus. Like in, in like next week or the week after. Yeah. Is that the schedule or no? We don't we need can, to. And we're going to do the episode. So we have two more episodes left of the season. One will be on sustainability. And one was Adam's brilliant idea of traveling for medical needs. We need to no, research It was that. cosmetic. 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 It's not for traveling medical Traveling for cosmetic needs. needs. It's because her friend went to Mexico for his eye surgery. Yes, um, he's correct. A, which is more like medical where I'm talking about, you know, going to Istanbul for hair transplants and stuff like that. Yeah, but, I'm going to Thailand for boob jobs. I got you. Cosmetic surgery, traveling for cosmetics. So we need to do some research on that one. Like yes. if we can find a, like somebody who is willing to speak. <laughs> give me really cool. Uh, uh, honestly, I know six people who have done Istanbul for hair transplants. Wow. All right, then we're doing it. So we'll schedule that listeners. You're going to be ravaged with the cosmetic travel industry. And actually, I'm really excited because I have never really looked into this to see how much this stuff costs outside of the US. And interestingly enough, Iran is the country with the most rhinoplastery. They they love a medical procedure there, weren't they? Number one, weren't they the number one as well for sex changes? Yeah, but that wasn't for good reason. That wasn't for good reason. And now it's the nose. Maybe it's a two for one deal. I don't know how socially (laughs) appropriate we're being right now or culturally appropriate. But are we ever appropriate? I I know, like we're always teetering (laughs) on the gray area. (laughs) On that note, on that note, we're going before we say anything controversial. (laughs) Everyone, happy holiday. Be safe. Bye.